the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Streaming now on TuneIn.com and Radio.com. AM 1220 KDOW. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. The Wall Street Business Network presents Rob Black and Your Money, your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finances, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now, to start your day with the latest news and market commentary, here's Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Last day of August. (laughs) I don't want it to end. I never want summer to end, but we're moving towards the fall. The good news is fall means the kids are back to school, except they're not quite. We've done our back to school. It's been a little bit different. We've seen some winners and losers in retail. The winners seem to be heavily skewed towards technology services. The losers are any store that you have to go into. Within reason, that's a blanket statement. Apple, big winner today. They've done a stock split. Tesla, big winner today. They've done a stock split. It's, it's surreal. It's, I'm not going to make a TV show about it called The Surreal Life with Rob Black, but that's how I feel about Apple and Tesla. Apple's up five bucks today. But if we go back in time to Friday, that's like being up $20 because they did four for one stock split. Tesla's up $40 today, but if we go back in the time machine to Friday... That's like them being, oh, good golly, up $200. The big get bigger. Tesla's marching towards a trillion. And I'm, I'm, I'm not telling you to go buy it. I'm just saying that's what's happening. And a lot of people think Tesla marches to $1.5 trillion in valuation. And I'm not telling you that's what I want. I'm just telling you that's what the momentum people are telling me right now. And again, Consultant Broker Advisor for Naked Action on Stocks, ever mentioned on the show. I look at the rest of the market. I'm not that impressed today. Uber's down. Well Tower's down. Wells Fargo's down. Rocket Mortgages is down. Like, it's not that great of a day. And yet the NASDAQ's up 77 points, up two-thirds of a percent. But the Dow and the Na- and S&P 500 are off their record highs. Okay. And for the record, Dow's not at a record high, but at a yearly high on Friday. You see where I'm going at with that. Uh, Johnson, Johnson Tire. So we are dealing in a world, just deal with it already. We are dealing in a world right now that is post-COVID thinking. 
in the sense that last week we got big news out of Abbott Labs that they can do a 15-minute test um, that's super positive. A rapid test is, is good news for the airlines. It's good news for the cruise lines. It's good news for movie theaters. It's good news for schools. In theory, in theory, I'm not, I'm not projecting my own personal shortfalls into the healthcare world. It should lead to openings. It should lead to travel. It's a little bit early to book that flight, or is it, is the question. So Microsoft is lower, as is Walmart, as is Oracle, the three companies most often mentioned in a potential deal with TikTok. TikTok, 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 Chinese company, social media company, wildly popular. I think it's fair to say that Facebook was... TikTok at one point, the kids started using it and mom and dad started using it and it ruined it. And then the kids started using Snap and, well, that, it's okay. But TikTok has got some stickiness to it. And there's rumors that there will be a last-minute Chinese suitor to pick up TikTok or a last-minute non-Oracle, non-Walmart, non-Microsoft company to swoop on in. Get a little bit of Fed talk today, but last week's talk out of the Federal Reserve Chairman, Alan Greenspan, no, it wasn't Alan Greenspan, Jerome, Powell, Janet Yellen, Paul Walker. Like, you could name your favorite economist, and sometimes they're Federal Reserve presidents and leaders, right? So Jerome Powell is like, we, yeah, um, I think we're going to look at inflation a little differently. Yeah, 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 we got, yeah, we're going to look at it a little differently. Yeah. And Wall Street kind of got a little excited by it, and then it didn't. That's okay. I'm good with that. Um, it wasn't groundbreaking news. We thought it was going to be groundbreaking news. It's going to be more of a blended look at inflation, which should be an incremental positive in the short and medium term. In the long term, I don't think anyone has an exact um, understanding of what we're waiting for with the Fed as far as information goes. They've said we're not going to raise rates in 2020. We're not going to raise rates until the end of 2021 at the earliest. That's interesting. In the past, the Federal Reserve has said, we're not going to raise rates during the election cycle, typically like the last three or four months until the election. In this case, they went even further to give kind of punch up the clarity. That's out there. Oil's in the news today, but is it a big story at $43.27 a barrel? Yeah. Ten-year treasury sits at 74 basis points. It's made, a, a, to me, a dramatic move from the ER to life support to they're looking like they're going to come through and the, the interest rates are going to creep higher as the economy does better. But that's a little bit too soon to say that in my book. Um, but I like to err on the side of caution. I like moderation in moderation. <laughs> like... I'm pretty ridiculous in how I say this stuff, am I not? 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. There was an interesting story that I got to do a little bit of work on over the weekend. It was tied towards Herbalife. Herbalife. Do you say herb or herb? I love it when people go, it's an herb. It's an herb. So Herbalife, 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 however you want to say it, they got into some stickiness. Bill Ackman might have been right. He basically called it a pyramid scheme. I'm not saying it. He, that's, I'm telling you that's kind of what the news was making it out to be. 
I have to be very careful what I say is a scheme or a scam because I don't want to get sued today. Just deal with it. Um, so Herbalife over the weekend told us that they had to pay $123 million to resolve foreign bribery charges. Herbalife was bribing Chinese officials with the goal to boost its business in the country. Bribes aren't a good way to do business. It's a beautiful, beautiful, I love the word beautiful, beautiful. It's a beautiful lesson on how the markets work. Ackman was right. Bill Ackman said, we should short this baby all the way to zero because it's a pyramid scheme. Again, I'm putting words in his mouth. Um, and he went through it. Like, he made a big stink of it. And you saw other investors go, I think you're wrong. And there was Carl Icahn saying, I think Herbalife goes higher. Bill Ackman thinks it goes lower. And it was a fight of the billionaires. Long story short, Ackman lost over a billion dollars on his short on Herbalife before he moved on. He threw his arms up in disgust. He's like, it's a pyramid scheme. I'm leaving. I don't know what else to do. He lost a billion dollars. But he was right. But he was wrong on his timing. Lesson of the day. Sometimes you can be right, but you're wrong on your timing. On Friday, we announced, we talked about Prime Minister Shinzo Abe. He's going to resign in Japan. He's the longest tenured um, prime minister. He go, dates back to 2006. He's 52 years old. No, he, he took over the uh, country at 52 years old. So you do 14 years, that puts him at 66-ish. Long story short, his health isn't good. This brings up a big question. Who, does, who replaces him? Success or failure starts at the top. Just deal with it. It's not a way to handle people. But success or failure starts at the top and Japan's going to have to deal with a new prime minister and different angles on making people happy with the economy or not, tougher decisions of what do we give our seniors or don't, that's out there. NASDAQ is up 30% for the year. Wow. S&P 500 up 9%. Dow Jones Industrial Average, one-third of 1%. It's a little, little bit underwhelming when you say that, one-third of 1%. But it's been a decent, decent spring and summer, no? Now we move into fall. It's August. I'm Rob Black. August is ending. September's right here. Autumn is here. I'm Rob Black. Talking all things financial. We're making financial sense of your portfolio. Now. Back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. When you see your face, money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money investing and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Um, history says Apple stock split won't be good for the shareholders. Uh, there's a quote out there that says past is a bucket of poop. Different word. And it's a famous quote. And sometimes you look at the history of stocks and you go, well, I don't know if you can do that right now. I own shares of Apple. Um, I'm not promoting in any way, shape, or form. I'm beyond... Um, weirded out by the moves that Apple and Tesla are making. 
because typically I see it on fundamentals. Typically I see it on technicals. Typically I see it on different reasons other than it just is. Just deal with it. American Airlines said they're going to cut 19,000 workers in October. We talked about this back in March, April when the first round of bailouts came. Um, when does demand come back? And we're at 30% of where we were last year at this time. Summer's ended. The airlines love summer because we travel during the summer. We fly during the summer. We make plans last second during the summer. We cancel our plans during the summer. Cancellations is a multi-billion dollar profit stream for airlines. Oh, yes, you can cancel, but it's going to be a $200 fee. And they're like, click, 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 click. Click, 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 click. I can put you on a plane tomorrow, but it's going to be an extra $400 on top of that fee. <laughs> like, really? So now the airlines are looking to stop that because they really want to win us back. And it's a psychological game now. When do we get post-COVID, during COVID? We got some really good news last week on testing. We're looking at vaccinations that should be thrown out for approval in December. Um, not in time for the November elections, I don't think. I'm not <clears throat> making a political comment when I say that. Um, but it's not the stimulus. It's not like we have this. We're still waiting on stimulus from the government at this point in time, and they seem to be a little bit gridlocked, although there was some talk over the weekend. Let's get something out short term. Let's get something out a little bit smaller. I think there's some... Democrats are like, I want to get reelected. I want to tell my citizens that we've got their back covered. And I think some Republicans are like, I want to get reelected. I, I, we need to tell the citizens that we got their back covered. Even if it's a little less than a bazooka, it should help the markets. NASDAQ has recently hit an all-time high. S&P 500 has hit an all-time high. Dow has hit a yearly high. Uh, and it all is, the, it doesn't mean much. What sort of economy, economic recovery do we get going forward is a big question. And those airline cuts that are coming, I'm counting over 25,000 at this point in time, that's going to dent unemployment. And it's going to make us remember, like, ooh, ooh, we get it. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Amazon Prime. I own shares of Amazon in indexes. I don't own it directly. Do I wish I owned it directly? Yes. Did I say that last year? Yes. Did I say the year before? Yes. Did I say the year, year, year before? Yes, 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 yes. Um, but Amazon got some interesting news today. They've received approval from the FAA, the Federal Aviation Administration, that they can now start operating its fleet of prime air delivery drones. Hmm. They get what are referred to as privileges to safely and efficiently deliver packages to customers. Hmm. When we've heard about drones in the past, and we've seen them, we've seen them like in the video uh, PR that Amazon releases for us. We've seen them. We've seen something that looks like, if you're in the South, and this is just me being funny, or not funny, I think people are going to shoot them down. Look, Bubba, there's a, a drone flying by. Let's get that package. How do they stop that? Half of our country is in disagreement with the other half right now. There's a right to bear arms in the United States. How are people not going to shoot down drones? And I just I ask the question, but again, why don't people shoot delivery people? Because that doesn't make any sense. Um, so the approvals give Amazon broad privileges. 
and they're going to begin testing delivery drones. Uh, they started way back in 2013. It's like, remember when we talked about Tesla, they're going to have self-driving cars? That was way back in 2012. Well, back in 2013, Amazon was talking about delivery drones, dropping off packages at customers' doorsteps in 30 minutes or less. Um, there was a petition that they worked through the FAA and uh, Alphabet slash Google, however you want to call it. They've got a drone delivery company. They've received FAA approval for commercial drone deliveries. Um, the UPS won approval from the FAA to operate a fleet of drones as an airline. I don't even know what that means, but drones are coming. And to me, what that means is one less job title for people. Down the road, not immediately. Way down the road is the expectation because this stuff never comes to fruition quickly. But drones are coming. Interesting, no? McDonald's has taken aim at their ex-CEO as morally bankrupt. Um, this is what Wall Street has. It's got sex, it's got drugs, it's got rock and roll. In this case, it's sex that uh, probably shouldn't have been happening at the workplace. CEO Steve Asterbrook has requested to dismiss the lawsuit against him. And some pictures that ended up on McDonald's servers through his phone, he did not delete, but he deleted the phone. So he, it looks suspicious. I don't know. So they're fighting this out in the media. Never a good place to do it. But the company has sued C.V. Stabrook to recoup his severance package, saying that it's discovered more data on him with additional women while at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Bop, bop, bop. He's loving it. No, he's not. But again, a, a success or failure starts at the top. Just deal with it. <laughs> um, the Dow drops 200 points, but it's still the best August since 1984. You've got to go back to Ronald Reagan years. I know you're saying, don't take me back to Ronald Reagan years in the Cold War with Russia. Mr. Putin, Mr. Gorbachev, tear that wall down. Notice how I said Putin. <laughs> Bill Gates is talking about the most important thing he ever learned from Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett turned 90 over the weekend. What an interesting friendship. Two billionaires, they played bridge together. They met in 1991. And Gates has said, you know, uh, Make some good friends. Keep them for the rest of your life. But have them be people that you admire and like. I think that's important. you got to like the people you work with. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Your comments and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back in, Rob Black and your money. We continue to experience some technical problems, but you continue to listen, and I appreciate that. Netflix has seen its DAUs. What are DAUs? Daily Average User, Right? They've seen their growth decelerate in August, which I, I, does it make a little bit of sense that maybe, isn't there a meme out there that says something along the lines of, I've watched everything on, on Netflix. I, I've seen the ending of Netflix. Cute, right? Uh, we do get a little tired with it. And then we say, well, maybe there's something on Peacock. No, no one's actually saying that right now. Maybe there's something on CBS Prime. No, no one's actually saying that either. 
maybe we're saying there's something on Amazon Prime or Disney Plus. There's a little bit of we're a little saturated right now and we've run through a lot of content. So I'm not thinking that Netflix is dead. I think they need a pause that refreshes and they need some new content out there. Um, I'm going to get to that in just a second. They, they just made an interesting announcement. But roughly 30% down year over year, 10% down July to August, as far as you know, the downloads go. This is pretty interesting. Third quarter of 2019 saw the July releases of Money Heist, season three, and the final season of Orange is the New Black. So last year, this time, they had a lot of hit product. Um, at Christmas time, me and my boy, my boy, we watched Lost in Space. Now I'm waiting for the next one. I'm not an Orange is the New Black. I love the Money Heist. I thought that was a, such a well-done show. Um, but I'm waiting for the next one. So expectations are expect a slowdown. They've pulled forward a lot of their content. Movie theaters are now starting to reopen. Um, July had a very positive Kissing Booth 2. They're making Kissing Booth 3. They've already made it. I know nothing about that except for it's wildly popular and kind of romantic, I think. The Umbrella Academy 2, season 2, came out. What's next? That happens on Wall Street everywhere. NVIDIA. Um, you're going to tell us about a new semiconductor tomorrow, aren't you? What's next? Apple is famous for having Steve Jobs go, okay, thanks for coming to the conference, guys. But wait, there's one more thing. So Netflix gave us a little bit of that today. They've announced that they're going to make some of their original programming free for users for basically outside the wall. The paywall is inside Netflix. And now Netflix is saying, you can now select Netflix original movies and TV episodes online for free without creating a Netflix account by using a computer or Android device. Um, Apple products are not supported. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's not going to be supported. There's a big drama going on right now with the makers of Fortnite and Epic. Epic's the maker of Fortnite. There's other partners involved. Don't quote me. But there's a big drama going on of Apple wants a cut of 30% of all transactions. So Silver Surfer came out on Silver Surfer. Again, I know you're saying Silver Surfer, the comic guy. Yes. So Marvel and Epic and Fortnite got together and said, let's make a lot of money. Let's make some skins that people will buy for $10 or $20. But no go on Apple right now because it, this is interesting how it's bitter. Apple pretty much so did a nuclear option to Riot and to Fortnite, uh, Epic and Fortnite. Um, I, I, I'm not going to read into anything of Netflix saying we're going to keep Apple out of this free Netflix original documentaries, movies, and TV shows planned. Uh, will it be commercially supported? A lot of people want Netflix to do that. Um, I saw one of the TV shows that was originally only on Amazon Prime came to Netflix over the weekend. And I'm like, that's a weird partnership. I didn't see that one coming. Uh, but why not? When the material is old and we're waiting for new stuff, perhaps Netflix is saying, we'll give you that season one of Umbrella Academy or season two of Umbrella Academy. We'll get you addicted. Maybe you'll want to sign up for season three. It's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea to show people the quality that they have. Hopefully they execute it correctly. Chipotle Mexican Grill. Fifth consecutive day of hitting a fresh record. So it's not just Apple and Tesla that continue to rock higher. It's a lot. 
Royal Caribbean has cracked through its 200-day moving average. Now, the 200-day moving average to me is not useless, but it can be used in a useless kind of way. It's showing me that the long-term investors are slowly believing in it. 200 days is kind of long-term in my mind. 10 days is kind of the short-term in my mind. Now, again, that doesn't apply to everything. When I say I want to own a stock for long-term, maybe that does apply. I want to own it over 200 days. And I say I want to own a stock short-term, I'm renting it. Maybe that does apply to 10 days. But I'm also going to have to flesh that out ever so slightly. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Don't be shy. AMC Entertainment Target has been raised to $7 from $4. This plays into the media story that we're talking about right here, right? We're starting to see movies released in movie theaters. The numbers aren't great. I don't think anyone's expecting great numbers. Um, but So Netflix is going a little bit like, eh, we need to stimulate right now. We need to keep the momentum going. And movie theaters are like, yeah, we need to open. So it's kind of like the, the hands of justice, right? One's moving up, one's moving slightly sideways or down. Anyhow, I'm digressing. Prime Minister Justin Thoreau. Trudeau. Trudeau, not Thoreau. Wow. I went literature on you, didn't I? Trudeau out of Canada has confirmed an agreement with Johnson & Johnson and Novavax to supply millions of doses of experimental COVID-19 vaccines. It feels like we're getting closer. Um, those agreements that Prime Minister Justin Trudeau just announced also have agreements to with Pfizer and Moderna. So countries are, are getting their COVID vaccine task force up and going. You should have a plan right now called post-pandemic investing. Does it differ greatly from pre-pandemic investing? I don't know. I don't know you. But the stories are lining up that you should have a plan. AT&T has a plan for DirecTV. They don't know what to do with it. It's always been a weird relationship. Um, Dish Networks is in the background saying, we'll buy it. We'll take it. We'll take it. We'll do satellite. There's Someone's got to do this. AT&T is reportedly shopping 50% of DirecTV. In 2015, AT&T made a huge bet by acquiring DirecTV. They spent almost $50 billion. Now, that bet is haunting AT&T because they are a company that is fairly debt-ridden. I've owned AT&T for the dividend, but because they're debt, they can't really grow. Um, because they're not Netflix, they're not Roku, they're not Disney, they're not Hulu. Um, and those companies have cut deep into the likes of a DirecTV. The losses are huge. In the last two years, DirecTV has lost 7 million U.S. connections. I don't know what the word is to say there. If AT&T can't sell it to maybe a Dish Networks, someone like an Apollo Global uh, Management Company, a private equity might be interested in them. There is very little resistance. Uh, these private asset companies can say, I, I got billions of dollars, I'm willing to spend it. T-Mobile's purchase of Sprint last October. Um, the telecommunications sector is getting consolidated and you're starting to see which way companies are betting on content. So Verizon, are they as good as T-Mobile? Probably for the short term. Uh, will T-Mobile slash prices? Is it inevitable? 
Um, direct TV, can they survive on their own versus dish networks surviving on their own? They probably could use each other. So some consolidation is coming. Bill de Blasio out of New York has said he's going to postpone 22,000 government layoffs. Notifications are expected in October. Now, the United States airline industry has said, we need more bailout to the tune of another $25 billion, then you give us $50 billion. And when you gave that to us, you said, don't fire anyone until October. Well, October's coming up, and if you don't give us another $25 billion, people are going to be fired. So that looms, I think, is potentially bad news. Airlines are at 30% of their capacity, and today I saw kind of a, a we're pathetic commentary out of the airlines. And when I say we're pathetic, I'm not really painting that. Um... I'm not really on air right now talking about airlines. I'll be off in just a couple of minutes. But the airlines are hovering around 30% of last year's levels. Airlines brought in about $2.8 billion in change fees last year. And now they're saying, we're going to wipe that out. Because like, I'm thinking about, okay, COVID vaccine, December timeframe, Justin Trudeau's and Donald Trump's in, I'm going to be able to fly. In March, now my sugar bugger, my wife, myself, said, should I book a flight? Should we get away to Hawaii or Paris? Should we, should we run Mexico? I'm like, yeah, but they, they, she's like, is it safe to do an airline fees? I'm like, eh, they've been kind of okay with changing, and today they're like, we will exchange. Interesting. So I'm more likely to send money their way on that bet of the economy opening back up. August is winding down in one of the most successful months ever since 1984. Um, back to school was okay successful in the sense that we bought a lot of tech gear, but not necessarily a lot of fall merchandise for clothing, which is interesting commentary, but not. Bad news for the economy right now is unemployment is still high. We need more stimulus from Congress. It seems to be stalled. We have Thanksgiving and Christmas coming up, which I think is fair to say that we looked at Thanksgiving and Christmas as potentially negative about a month ago, but the news on COVID testing and COVID vaccines kind of has us a little bit more optimistic. Tesla and Apple split their stocks. Interesting to know. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Thanks for listening to the show. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. I hope you liked my little explanation of Omnichannel. I think I'm pretty close to accurate on explaining why Walmart would partner with Microsoft to go after TikTok. Microsoft can get into more ad serving. Walmart can get into more consumers, younger consumers, which we need to constantly replenish in business. Um, CFP Chad Burton and the financial planning world has been, I think, largely skewed to people over 40 who are wealthy. But then you saw some things like Wealthfront come along and they're like, hey, we'll do financial planning if you got $1,000, we'll help you. 
Um, it's tough to do that. It's tough to do that and make money in the world, but it's always about getting that new consumer down the road. My producer, pretty smart guy, pretty smart guy. And I don't say that often. And I'm impressed with people's intelligence, but I find it kind of sexy. I'm not saying he's sexy. I'm just saying I find it kind of sexy. So it's something I notice in people. Um, I could have a conversation about the greatest book you ever read. If I can't have a conversation with you about the greatest book you ever had, and it used to be my opening line when I'd meet people, I'm like, you know, what's a good book for me to read? And you can instantly tell on people, right? So anyway, replacing the consumer is an important concept. In the 1980s, you saw Japan rise to power. They were a world economic number one. Everyone wanted to be what Japan had in the stock market. They had semiconductors. They had technology. They had media companies. Right place. Perfect for the 80s. And then their society got old. Of note, the longest-serving prime minister of uh, is the prime minister of Japan, uh, Shinzo Abe, is retiring due to health reasons. So there will be a and trust me, I don't understand foreign politics. I, I get our two-party system. I, I get Australia's got like nineteen. I don't know when the English ever have elections. I don't quite get it. Um, I don't really want to. My brain's full. So it's 92%. I got to leave a little bit of room for other stuff to learn. But the consumer got old in Japan and they tend to take care of their older people better than the United States. We're like, ah, we got social security for you, but you got to wait longer to get it. Um, so their society kind of lost its world dominance, world power. And, you know, you go from number one to number two and then they drop to number three and comes Germany. We see a little company country out there called China who's like number seven on the list, number six on the list, number five on the list, number four. China will eventually be number one. The interesting thing to start thinking about here is immigration issues. One of the reasons the United States has such a full, healthy, round economy is we let people come from other countries to do a lot of the jobs that we don't typically want to do ourselves. That's oversimplification, but immigration has been a good uh, glide path, a career path um, for the low-end jobs to become middle-level jobs. And that's as much as I'm going to say because I'm probably saying too much and I'm probably showing political bias or something like that, and I'm not trying to. This show, I promise if you come in, I'm not going to freak you about I'm not going to tell you about vitamin E's. I'm not going to tell you about cortisone levels. I'm going to talk to you about getting you to retirement. And Japan was an interesting lesson because their society got older. Now, do they probably sell more pharmaceuticals there? Yes. But the older you are, the less you consume. Classic example. Um, my grandfather, not my blood grandfather, but an in-law, I guess, is something you would say. Um, as he got older, he would eat half a piece of bacon and one egg for breakfast. And that was it. And like gone are the days of the three egg omelets and orange juice and coffee. And, oh, I'll take some bread with that. And as you get older, you consume less, both physically and, and economically. Um, that's the typical person. I'm not speaking for the typical people. You get the idea. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can and we'll talk about on this show. Um, Salesforce reported killer earnings this week. The cloud computing company saw its earnings rise 118%, revenue up 29%. They raised their full year revenue guidance. I find that fascinating because at least three tech companies that I know have said, you don't need to come back to work until June 2021, July 2021, or August 2021. 
it's in that range for different companies. And how are they reporting these records? But interesting to note, Salesforce quietly also said we're firing a thousand people. You say fire, I say right size. That sucks, right? People like me, we know the largest cost of doing business is people. And if they're able to hit all-time highs without having people in their offices now or through August, I'm like, yeah, they could probably could downsize a little bit or right-size, lay people off, send them the unemployment line. You get the idea. It's part of what comes with Wall Street. Speaking of Wall Street, the anti-Wall Street CEO is there. Palantir Technologies came public this week. They do business with the CIA and other government agencies. Their CEO hates Silicon Valley, saying the engineering elite of Silicon Valley may know how to make software, but they do not know more about society and how it should be organized or what justice requires. That's a pretty bold statement of hate. You don't have to be hating on the Bay Area players. Apparently they do. Jeff Bezos, $165,000 mansion. No, 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 no. $165 million mansion. David Geffen has a $200 million yacht. Does that ever, like, stop and you go, whoa. That's pretty impressive. There's a company now that lets you buy into boats and buy into mansions. It's, they also let you buy into, like, fine art. I'd be careful. I'm caution on the side of caution. I err on the side of caution. Um, let's see, how do I say this better? I'd rather wait. Like I told you, I signed up for Robinhood just to see how long the paperwork process took or the onlining took. And the answer was, it was too easy. And I almost, again, the whole opting in, opting out, I almost wish there was more boxes that you could check. Um, But yeah, buying art. I looked into a company last week that allows you to buy into fine art like Banksy you know that it should go up better than the market because historically it's gone up better than the market I'm still a little leery their sales force is very aggressive with me I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money investing and more find me online at robblackshow.com twitter robblackshow find me at newfocusfinancial.com and that's about it we'll take a break we'll be right back Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.